0: In Poland, dobry. In France, Bonjour. In Spain, Hola. In Italy, Ciao. In Egypt, Athen Wasalin. In Ghana, Akwaba. In Nigeria, Peleo. In South Africa, salbona. In Senegal, Langadek. In Kenya, Jambo. In Israel, Shalom. In Pakistan, Afghanistan, and Saudi Arabia,
1: Assalamu uh, alaikum. greetings, very and may peace be upon you all.
2: Welcome, 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 welcome to Social Solutions. My name is Dr. Debbie Green, and it's wonderful having you with me today. Oh, it's a wonderful day here in Atlanta where I am calling from, and the day's topic is going to be pretty interesting, so I want you to definitely listen up. I'm calling all the over 50 women. Yes, I am, over 50 women, and finding love, you know, experiencing love maybe for the first time, maybe for the times that are coming. Maybe just, just getting excited about love for those who are married in wonderful relationships with significant others or husbands or however you find yourself. But the most important question I want to ask is, are you in love with yourself? How do you feel about yourself in the relationship? Is this healthy for you? Are you happy? Or are you just there? You know, you know how some people can just be there you know what I'm saying, hoping that things would get better, you know? So I'm curious. I want to know today. So as I'm doing this, I'm just, uh, you know, putting all this love out there because I am over 50, so I understand. And I am single over 50. So I can tell you from a perspective of where I am in this whole wonderful thing called life and being over 50. So our first topic of discussion uh, with this is how do we deal with relationships as far as, you know, heterosexual relationships, one-on-one, you know, saying, uh, like uh, being in love with a man or whatever your your choice uh, is, again, you know, the opposite set or the same sex, but having that, uh, you know relationship what they call glue you know what i'm saying sta you know is it working is it is it growing that's the question is it growing uh is it stagnated is it just staying the same so you know inspired minds want to know right we want to know how to make it better we want to know how to make it uh where it is something that we look forward to We want to look forward to it. Uh, When we wake up in the morning, are you happy when you look at his face? Are you happy when you see him eat? You know, sometimes, you know, when we're in relationships, sometimes people get on our nerves so bad, you're like, oh, my goodness, I can't even stand to see you eat. (laughs) You know, and so it's, it's a different thing. As relationships grow, you know, as they expand, you know, things start to change. You know, your your mental capacities about this person starts to change. Not only that, your, your, your sexuality, chemistry between you and that person starts to change. So it's, it's different. It's different. You know how many people pretend to be in a relationship, you know, like everything is okay, but then it's not? You know what's the difference between those people when they say, oh no, I'm not going to stay relationship is not healthy for me. I'm not going to do that. I'm, I refuse to be in a relationship and not be happy. But then you have those individuals that stay there. You know they could be they can be in that relationship uh, due to the fact of some type of other obligation, which is convenience. We call it a convenience you know, relationship because of, oh, he has the big car, he has money, you know what I'm saying? Oh, we have these kids, and I don't want to leave my family. You know, it's so many different factors that cause us to feel that, you know, we stay in a relationship. So I just want to kind of touch bases on that a little bit. And I want to speak to the women. You don't have to be unhappy You know, in in, in the relationship that you're in, how are you communicating with your your husband, with your significant other? How are you communicating with it? Can you talk to them? Are they emotionally available for you? These are the questions that we ask ourselves, you know, and those questions sometimes don't always have answers. They sometimes challenge us from time to time, you know that make us feel like, wow, you know, maybe I don't matter. Maybe I'm just in this relationship just because. Because I'm not getting fed emotionally. I'm not getting fed mentally. I'm just not getting fed. So I find myself just, you know, feeling a little left out, you know. And I know that, and I understand. I get it. I understand. You know, because I'm single, I can speak from a single person's point of view. I believe that a woman should have her worth, regardless. Her worth, what does that mean? That in any relationship that you're in, you should be content and happy. You should feel valued. You should be treated like a queen, and you should treat them like a king or whatever. You see what I'm saying? So at times, we don't, okay, sometimes we don't get it all. Sometimes we get it once in a while. It just depends. It depends on what you want and what you think you deserve. So let's talk about that. What do you deserve? What's the bigger picture, you know, in it all? You know, being 50 and older is not like the end of the world. Like, oh, the biological clock is chicken. I still don't have a husband. I still don't have a mate. Okay. I mean, I could let that really, you know, bother me, but it doesn't because I'm comfortable in my own skin. So I want to kind of dove into some topics if I can. What do women in their 50s really want in a man? Hmm. Nothing is a bigger turn on than a woman in her 50s than a man that Amanda makes her feel like she's the best thing on the earth. Oh, that he's at her attention. Dating in midlife isn't always easy, is we it? When we were younger, it was primary interested in and finding attractive people who can support us and treat us like a queen. All right? Time passes and we mature. Uh, becoming wiser, and figuring out what we really want. Life is not always as we dreamed when we were little girls. All the night in shining armor, he's going to come and take me away. Oh, hey, that was short-lived, wasn't it? (laughs) That was very short-lived. And it's important to know the qualities you look for it in a man. And once you become older you won't settle for the second best. Okay? Midlife is a time to live. Oh, yes it is. To live it as it's foolish. Okay? As women in our in our fifty in our fifty decade, we want to find a true companionship without the drama. We don't want the mama baby mamas, okay? We don't want a man that you know that Every time you talk to him, he seems to be all abrupt and angry and feeling frustrated in life. We never can make him happy. You know, it's all the eggs are too cold, the toast is too hard, you know, that type of thing. So I want to go over some areas that I think that, you know, maybe it can help you a little bit, right? Believe it or not, we midlife women have a lot more in common than we think. This fact applies to our dating expectations. When you're over 50, the assumption is that you you want and need a mature person. Okay, I get it. But when it comes to dating relationships, is that really accurate? Right, We need somebody around our age. Well, you got a lot of women right now that's older that's dating younger men. And a lot of women that's younger that's dating older men. So we know that is not the fact. <laughs> I say this. Hey, you get in where you fit in, okay? You get in where you fit in. What does that mean? That means that whatever makes you happy, you do. You don't know, you don't owe anybody any, you know, any explanations or excuses. Oh, that's right. Uh, My boyfriend, he is, yes, 10 years older than me. Okay. Oh, my boyfriend, oh, no, he's 10 years younger than me. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, you don't owe anyone explanations or nothing at all. Okay? Be you. Do you. Do you, boo. (laughs) Do you. I think that's a very important thing to remember, that it's okay to be yourself. Well, I tell you what, what women don't want is a man full of drama. We women of all ages should be honest with themselves, you know. They should want a man that's kind, that's funny, you know, saying that, that knows how to make them laugh, you know, that, that, you know, that, that's comfortable with them. We not want to experience everything life has to offer. When you get over 50, you don't want nothing that is going to be pulling you down, that's going to harass you. You want a mind of peace. You want things to be, you know, calm <laughs> as much as possible. You want things to be calm. So um, our goal is to find someone that helps us do that, Okay. So things men should know about women in their 50s. So now I'm talking to the men, okay? I think women in our 50s group hmm, have it harder than a male counterpart, right? Uh, there's a difference that is available. With single women, we see, you know, men that's, you know, in our 50s. Or some women may want a younger man. But you know what's really important to us? is that you know how to treat her. You know how to really take her seriously. You know that she may have children in her life, and you, you know, understand the children, and you take the children seriously as well. You don't try to say, oh, no, I'm involved with you. I don't want to be involved with your children. Now, we ask you to take care of nobody because most of the time those children are grown. Every now and then she may not have an empty nest, She may have one that may be still there. Okay, but that doesn't mean you have to support that person because they're an adult. But it's still good to be there for them. They may need a father figure or something, you know, to talk to them, to let them know that everything is okay. All right, so be the grown-up man that you are and do so. I think that is wonderful that you are there, you know, for her as well as her children. So she should know what she wants, right? Okay. So when you as a man that's involved with a woman over 50, she knows what she wants. She already already knows. So you may want to ask her, you know, what what makes you happy? You know, how can I understand your love language? Hmm? How can I contribute to your, to your your, your, wonderful experience in this relationship, you know? And it's not just, you know, oh, I'm just going to be there to lay next to you, you know. Because sex is overrated, trust me. It's way overrated. Overrated. You know what I'm saying? You can have a wonderful sex life or a terrible relationship. And women, and men, y'all know that. And, you know, the sex life is great but y'all can't talk to each other. There's no open communication. Okay, what's the problem? How did I not become your friend, but then I've been with you for 20 years? Uh-oh. Oh, that's a red flag, right? I've been with you all this time, and you don't even know who I am. Boom. That's deep. That's deep. And this is how relationships fall apart. And so there you have it. Now everybody's striving, trying to figure it out. How did I get here? How did this happen? You know what I'm saying? I thought we were I thought we were lovers. I thought we were friends. I thought everything was okay. But it isn't. So I feel so far away from you. Even in my bedroom, you sleeping in another room, I'm sleeping here in my bed. What kind of relationship is that? We didn't start off this way. We didn't start off this way. We were we were there for each other. So how did we lose our groove? What happened? Well, I can tell you a little bit about what happened. You lost your momentum because you stopped communicating. Communication is many many ways. It is not just It is not just talking, people. It's feeling. Being emotionally is available. Emotionally available. I'm emotionally available for you. I want you to be emotionally available for me. And what does that mean? That means I need to pay attention to how you feel before I say the word by say. You know, I need to take you seriously and don't talk to you just because. You know, I feel, oh, some kind of way, and I just want to splurt it out, you know? You know, the way it tone, pitch, and value is everything. Tone, pitch, and value. That means if I'm screaming something at you and you're like, oh, I don't understand. Why, why are you all upset, you know? I didn't do anything. What did I do to make you so upset? And that should be a tabletop discussion. But we can't scream at each other. We need to talk to each other, okay? And, again, it doesn't matter who you are or how long you've been married. If you cannot communicate effectively, the relationship is going to die. And it could die right in front of you, right in front of you. You can act. It could be that, like I said, that you know, relationship of convenience. It's convenient because we still have the bank account. It's convenient because we still have the houses in the land. It's convenient. It's convenient. That way I don't have to sell the cars. I don't have to sell the houses. Because I don't really, you know, I probably need a divorce, but I don't want one. So I find myself constantly, you see what I'm saying? Saying, oh, it's going to be all right. Let me do this. And then the worst thing happens. Here comes the person that makes you feel good. Mm. And he, and he, You may look good, right? And you find yourself feeling them butterflies again. And if he ever asks you out, the question is, would you go? Woman over 50? All right, not single. Would you go? Well, I tell you what, there's so many things that are still happening and people are still doing what they're doing.
1: Ah, boy.
2: Hey, it's all right though, right? The thing about this, whatever decision you make, you have to understand there's consequences, situations, and circumstances for those situations. So the goal is this. Whatever you start, I hope you can finish, right? I hope you can finish, you know? So be encouraged. Be encouraged. Uh, and remember, again, Effective communication is everything. So women over 50, if you're still single, you have to find a person that can effectively communicate with you. When you can't find a person that can do that, what usually happens is that you are either going to compromise in that relationship or you're going to leave it. One of the two. So, again, it's all in your court. You know, we can look at some of the older women in, in in celebrity world, like Halle Berry, you know, Cindy Crawford, you know, Naomi Campbell, you know, just to name a few. You know, these these women are that over 50, right? And they're still finding themselves. They're still trying to figure life out, you know, just like we all are. That's not a celebrity. We're still trying to figure life out, you know. We want to know what. What do we need to do to maintain? Just to maintain. And you know, like when women say, Oh, I don't need a man, but I want one or I want a man or I even, you know, I need a man. I don't I don't need a man. You know, I may want one, but I don't need a man. Okay. I understand that concept. I think I think it's a desire to have someone that loves you. You know. A woman in her 50s has learned that she doesn't need a relationship to be happy. Because it's a good chance she might have already been married, you know, you know more than one time or one time or two times or whatever the case is, and she might say, "You know, that's enough." Or she could be looking for another, you know, relationship, but she she's not desperate for it, you know? So it's not a need there. She has a rich life, including close friends, family, and plenty of hobbies, and an interest. She might want, she may just want a man, but again, she may not need a man. Most likely, she's very independent and feeling very happy about it. Okay, I can speak from that perspective because, again, I am over 50, and I'm single, right? So, if you ask me, I feel that you know, whenever there is an opportunity for me to actually get involved into a serious relationship, I do have those things called criterias that I look for. You know, I look for an emotionally stable person. I look for a person that is emotionally available for me. I look for a man that's independent within himself that loves herself, that takes care of herself. I look for a man that is emotionally stable. I said that twice because a lot of times they're not, okay? Mentally stable as well. I look for. That's what I look for. I look for somebody who knows how to be down to earth, that's not all, you know, stogie or, you know, too bougie, if you know what I mean, That that that's not looking at, uh, you know, a lot of the fleshly part of me. And he can see my inner course, which is my heart and my mind, you know, saying, and fall in love with the whole package. <laughs> That's what I look for, right? And I'm going to tell you something, it ain't easy to find. <laughs> it's, not, it's not easy to find. And I'm not looking with a flashlight, okay? I'm not looking like that. I'm looking like, you know, okay, I believe in the Word of God. When a man finds a wife, he finds a good thing, and he obtains favor with the Lord. So I am waiting to be found. And you say, well, Dr. Dan, where are you where are you putting yourself at? Uh, I go out, I do things, you know, I explore, you know, a little bit. <laughs> but at the same token, I'm not desperate, right? That's the difference. I'm not desperate. So. It's important that, you know, I feel comfortable in my own skin. So that's that next thing I want to talk to the women over, over 50. You should feel comfortable in your own skin. That's what you should, you should feel comfortable in your own skin, right, which means that uh, the more confident you are, the better off that you are when it comes to finding a mate. Because a lot of times women, you know, we start getting weight, the wrinkles start up here, you know, and we don't feel as confident. And, you know, in a bikini, <laughs> okay, well, we need to work a little harder. Okay, Dr. Deb, you get back in that gym. Work a little harder, you know, so you can feel good about you. When you feel good about you, then that energy really goes out and everyone literally, okay, can see your confidence. They can see what you feel. You have to tell them because they can see it. And I think that's really important for a woman to be seen, not heard. Seen, not heard. So if you, if you, you know, struggling right there a little bit, just do some self-care, you know what I'm saying? Do some self-care. Self-care, that means take care of you. Take care of you emotionally. Take care of you physically. Take care of you. When you take care of yourself, that's the biggest part of this whole story. Because whether you're still married or in a relationship, if you're not taking care of yourself, that's a problem. So just be mindful and know that, you know, you deserve that. You deserve to take care of yourself. So you can be happy, okay? That's the goal. So you can be happy. So let's let's talk about how to be happy again. How can you be happy in your own state? Have you been walking in forgiveness lately? How about self-compassion? Is there something that you're still holding on from your past, even being in a relationship, even being married? with a significant other, is any of those things that, that you've been really struggling with? Well, I'll tell you what. We're going to have a little break here. When I come back, I want to tap into some of that. Okay? Thank you so much. Again, this is Soulful Solutions. And my name is Dr. Debbie Green.
0: What happens when a group of people are kidnapped from their homes? smuggled away in chains and held captive in a foreign land where they are tortured, raped, and forced to perform hard labor by the lash of a whip and under the constant threat of death. Slavery, the African-American psychic trauma. What happened to the doctors, writers, scientists, builders, educators, and spiritual leaders from Africa's golden age? Who did they really capture and sell into slavery? Are all African Americans suffering from psychic trauma because of a conspiracy to hide their true identities? Do you have psychic trauma? Take the test on page 22 of the book and see. Order it online today at www.naimalatif.com That's f.com and get your personally autographed copy of the book, Slavery, the African American Psychic Trauma.
3: Hi, this is John Alexander.
0: And I'm Naima Latif. Meet people like you who are making a positive difference in the world.
4: Big difference.
0: Watch us every day on The Media Connection at www.youtube.com slash The Media Connection TV.
4: You
3: We'll see you soon.
0: There are people who choose to make a positive difference in the world. Our job is to bring you their stories to motivate you to do the same. Join us each week. Host John Alexander and Naima Latif as we bring you the educators, entertainers, elected officials, religious leaders, and community activists whose works are transforming this world. Find out how you can make a difference, too. Be inspired. Watch The Media Connection. Mondays at 5 p.m. and Tuesdays at 12 noon on Cable TV Channel 19 in Chicago. and other cities, check your local cable listings.
2: All right, all right, I'm back, I'm back. Wonderful, wonderful. Again, welcome to Soulful Solutions, and my name is Dr. Debbie Green. And our topic today is women 50 and older in relationships, never too late to find love and to love yourself. So before we went to break, we were talking about how to actually you know, for women to have this relationship with themselves, even though they were married, even though they're in, you know, relationships with their significant others or whatever the case may be. The question is, are you healthy? Are you healthy-minded? Are you healthy emotionally? Are you healthy spiritually and physically? Because I think it's a very important, uh, you know, thing to keep in mind that regardless of where you are in life, as far as what decade, okay, you are in life, you should be able to take care of yourself, even in relationships. You know, sometimes we can get very codependent. Codependent means, for those who don't know what it means, it's, it's like I'm depending on my mate to take care of me. Oh, he pays all the bills. He balances the checkbook, okay? You know, he does all these things, and I just don't, I'm retired, I don't do anything because, remember, you're over 50, so you might have worked before, all right? Or you may just uh, be doing little hobbies around the house or whatever the case may be, all right? So if there is a time where that person is no longer present, okay, how are you going to handle that? Are you emotionally stable enough to handle that if that person leaves and they're no longer present in your life? What's going to happen to you is the question, right? Of course, there's a grieving stage, but are you going to be able to continue the journey? That's what I'm talking about. Are you going to be able to continue the journey? Uh, is it going to be difficult for you? Okay, in the meantime, right? So what we want to do is prepare. We want to prepare ourselves, not for them leaving, but just prepare yourself to take care of you. It's very, very important because when we find love, sometimes we totally forget about ourselves. Y'all know what I'm talking about. You forget about you. You start caring to the other person. You start caring to their needs, and you slowly but surely start leaving you behind. And things that you should be taking care of for yourself, you don't. Okay, that's the problem, right? And if it isn't one, I want you to really – not take that as an option. I want you to take care of yourself. What does that mean to take care of myself, Dr. Gale? I haven't done it in so long. Well, the first thing you need to do is check your mental status. Are you moody? Have you went through post-menopause? Are you in a menopause state? Is your estrogen low or is it high? Have you tested it lately? If you're moody, if you're moody, having problems sleeping, you know, and of course it comes to hot flashes. Because guess what? You said, well, how does that affect my relationship? It does. Because the thing about this is when you're not feeling at your best, it's very difficult for you to be happy in your relationship. You see what I'm saying? And, you know, he may not understand that. Okay? So that's what I'm saying. I want you to understand it. I want you to comprehend it. So, One thing that women over 50 should really take seriously, you should have your estrogen checked. What does that mean? That if you have your primary physician, you need to ask them, please check my estrogen because it seems like I'm a little more moodier than most. I wake up irritated. You know, I have problems sleeping. I become more emotional than I would like to. Okay, something's going on inside of you. Because after fifty, we go through again. We go through those uh, changes. So well, you know what they're called, okay? Again, I'm over fifty, so I can't talk to that, right? Okay, I'll tell you a little about me. All right, I passed the three-minute pause state. Okay, all right. Bye, bye, missus. No more period. Okay. Ooh, that was a win-win. Oh, but I didn't know what was coming after that. Oh, my gosh. Hot flash. Harding. We call it the summer eve in the, during the day, even during the winter time. waking you up at night. You see what I'm saying? If you got a significant others laying next to you, you throw in the cupboard. <laughs> He's like, wait a minute, what's going on? I'm hot. Get the fan. Turn on the AC. <laughs> you know, this is what our bodies go through. So at times I have to check my estrogen. I got to make sure it's balanced because I'm telling you, don't underestimate the body. And if you are under stressors, okay, I'm telling you, if you are experiencing any pressure from anywhere, from your significant other to children to work life, or whatever the case is, it makes it worse. <laughs> The body can't stand it over 50. Y'all know what I'm talking about. You can't deal with it. It just feels like, okay, really? All right. I'm just tired of this body going through all these changes. But that's what it does because it's preparing for something, whatever that something is. You know, as we get older, it prepares. The womb prepares. And, you know, I also did some studies that, when we become really stressed. Our wounds are the ones that take on that stressor. Okay, our wounds, and I mean, okay, some women have probably had some hysterectomies or what. Okay, all right, but guess what? Your body still takes that pressure on. It still does. So you know, check those estrogen levels. You know, check your uh, deficiency in minerals as well, vitamins. Make sure you have your um, balance of minerals, because that can also, vitamin D, if you're low on vitamin D, it can cause several things to happen, all right? Your, Your moods will change and you may feel depressed. You will feel sad, okay? So get some sunshine, if the sunshine's not working, call the physician, call the doctor, I'll uh, go by the store, get you some vitamin D complex. Oh, that makes a big difference in your moods. It really does. Because so that's a lot of times, that's what happens with us, you know, because women go through a whole lot of changes, all right? If it's not vitamin D, all right, it could be B12, your energy might be low. So you may want to definitely check on that. If you start having those uh, areas during the midday, you start crashing, you I'm just so tired. Some people wake up tired. Okay, vitamin deficiency, estrogen is it's a possibility. It may be imbalanced. And, I mean, I just want to let you know, we got progesterone and estrogen in our bodies, okay? Both of those need to be balanced. You can't have too much and you can't have too little. You want to definitely make sure – they're because they will affect your relationships. They will affect your life, okay? So let's take care of ourselves. Listen, you know, maybe we should start a little exercise. Okay, I ain't no gym rat, okay? I would love to be one of those people. I When I walk in the you know, gym sometimes, I see people look like they've been there forever. They're all toned and stuff like that. I said, ooh, I wish I had to have a mental. <laughs> sometimes I struggle in that, but it's okay. You know, I'm going to do what I can do, and I'm happy with that. All right? So I want to take care of myself. Watch watch also your hypertension. If anyone has had any diagnosis of hypertension, make sure you're eating right. Watch your sodium. That's what the thing is, sodium in food. Sodium in food, I'm telling you, you don't have to shake no salt. <laughs> There's enough sodium already in there. Okay, so you, met, you definitely want to, you know, be aware of that. Oh, we got a Facebook watcher. Who is this? Our Friday's host. One of my favorite people, Miss Vieta. She says, grand rising, beautiful queen. Laughing with you about menopause. <laughs> yes, a win-win and no more misses. I didn't have too many hot flashes because I worked in a health food store prior to menopause coming on. I saw lots of red clover and kelp. Women suffer. All right, red clover and kelp. Okay, thank you so much. All right, women. All right, you heard that? You heard it from the horse's mouth. She did it, right? Red clover is actually a wonderful herb. I heard about that herb as well as kelp, K-E-L-P. That really does help. I'm telling you, menopause is something else. And you know, I noticed. That the era of menopause has changed. Years ago, I was talking about fifty, sixty years ago, it was different. Man, it was totally different. Now I've noticed that menopause is happening earlier. It's happening earlier to women. They are after the, you know with the, without having babies. They happen earlier. I know someone is, is She's in her uh, early forties, like just turned 40s. And she's going through pre middleopaa. Now I'm pretty sure it has something to do with the food weed and the chemicals and our you know that we've been exposed to all of this uh, you know 5 g, blah 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 blah, you know, altering our bodies. Again, it affects our moods, all right, with the significant others' cause they don't they don't know. All they know is, oh my God, she's just so moody. She doesn't want to talk to me or whatever, and then, you know, they get pushed out. Uh, well, we don't want them to feel left out, do we? <laughs> no, we don't. So just be mindful of your moods. Be mindful of what is going on in your body. Get those checkups, right, at least once a year, you know what I'm saying? If you're on medication, always, uh, you know, test the medication Like, you know, ask the doctors, do I still need this? Especially if you're on psychotropic medication. What is psychotropic medication for depression or anxiety? Those types for mental uh, challenges. I'm not going to say mental illness because I don't like that word. Yes, I'm a mental health professional. I don't like the word illness. I call it challenge, you know, because illness, a lot of people think that means you're sick. And it doesn't always mean that. You know, we just need something to keep us balanced, keep these endorphins, you know what I'm saying, the endorphins and the dopamine and the serotonin, keep it balanced, because as we get older, you know, we lose our balance. It's normal sometimes. So, you know, with herbal supplements, check and do your research to make sure it works for you. Also, you know, John's Warts is a good one you know, saying that is good for, you know, bouts of depression, not the serious depression clinical, but if you're just having one of those moments, like you said, the moments look like it's lingering, I just need to pick me up. Okay, that's a good one. That's a good one. I'm just kind of throwing that out there to you, okay? Uh, I also want to uh, mention, you know, women over 50 dealing with their children and also in a relationship. Now, if your relationship is new, mm-hmm, okay, your children may want to have a say-so in your life. And you say, well, Dr. Dad, should they have a say-so? Mm-hmm, a little bit. Just a little bit. And I'm going to tell you why. It's because you got to set tight boundaries, okay? Tight boundaries. And what does that mean? It's that sometimes we can't, always tell our children everything. We can't tell them everything because then they're going to want to start knowing more and making decisions. And if we're having some issues in our relationship, you know, just be mindful how you're going to expose that to the family because when you expose that to the family, you guys could be fine after you've already had your little spat But then, guess what? The family is still holding on to it. So they got this perception of him. You see what I'm saying? Or her, whatever the case may be. Oh, oh, they're this and they're that. And before you realize it, everybody's against him, and y'all have already worked it out. That's why it's not good to have family say so (laughs) in relationships, you know. Work it out between you and him. Work it out between you and your syndicate, your significant other you know I think it should and if you find yourself not in a good space uh, what I mean by that like you know if you're really unhappy and you need some you know advice, you should hopefully you have somebody you can trust that's not going to go and spread your business all over the place you know so you you want to be able to talk it out and make and, and no it has to make sense it has to make sense to you. You know, that okay, I'm in this relationship. I'm having some challenges. However, you know what I'm saying, I want I want the best for me. I, I want to be able to take care of myself while I'm in the relationship. Because, again, most people get in this area called compromise. All right, now that I said compromise, I want to go into this a little bit deeper. <laughs> Women over 50 that's involved with married men, Oh, boy. Mm. Question. What has that got you? (laughs) You know, he's not yours, by the way. You know, he's not yours. Uh, So that means you have to compromise, Um, see him whenever it's convenient, and if you have a intimate relationship, hmm, yeah, now it's getting sticky. <laughs> it's getting sticky. All right. Okay. All right. Whatever you create is what you're going to live, just letting you know, all right, There's a, there's enough, oh, gosh, emotional, damaging relationships out here. Look here, I'm not judging Let me go ahead and say that real quick. I'm not judging you. You do what you want to do when you want to do it. All I'm saying is just be careful of where you tread, okay? Be careful where you tread um, because, again, relationships are real. They can get really mm, difficult, difficult when other parties are in place. Keep it simple, okay? Uh, If that man is not serious about you or leaving his wife and you've been in that relationship for over a year, mm, I don't know, beautiful woman, queen, that I call you, do you think that's worthy of you? Do you think this is something you need to just keep doing? You know? I mean... What What is your word? What is your word? Do you know your word? Are you familiar with what it means to have a self-value? Okay. All right. I know. You love him. Yeah. Okay. I get it. I'm not stopping you from loving him. I'm asking you why are you compromising for something that is not changing? There's no promise in the relationship? or oh, once there one? Oh, yes, he told me he was going to leave her. Oh. How long has that been? <laughs> has it been a while? Oh, my goodness. Okay. Again, this is unhealthy for your mental status. It's unhealthy for your heart. You don't deserve to be the second or the third or the fourth in anything. Okay? So, just be mindful with that. You know, a lot of people are sharing out here in the world and those shares starting to get real toxic and people are feeling betrayed, rejected, abandoned, and now they want to hurt other people. So, you know, with their words and their actions, just be, be mindful in that area and, and ask yourself, you know, what do I deserve? What is worthy of me? What do I deserve? Because if you don't feel self-confidence in you, you know, again, settle for a second best. You don't have to do that. Believe me. Hey, there is a lot of fishing the see. It's just that you got to go fishing. (laughs) You got to go fishing. There's nothing wrong with dating, right? But be careful what we date, who we date, what we're dating in. What dating pool are you in? You know, what dating pool are you in? Okay. That's just one little thought that I have when it comes to, again, relationships with married men. Now, let me take this another level up. Women over 50 that's involved with men, okay, that's living with them and not paying bills. Hello. Hello. What's going on with that? That gave me a headache, even thinking about that. Why? Why? Why, why, why? Why? I don't understand. And I just got, you know, I just had a client, so serious, and I know this sounds weird. I know you may not believe it, but it's true. This man has been living with her, okay, for years and not paying any bills. And I asked her, I said, why is he working and not paying any bills? Oh, well, he's been doing that for a long time. He just goes and does what he wants with his money. I said, well, who's paying the bills? I am. Somebody please give me some feedback on that. I don't understand. I don't get it, right? Okay, again, where is your value? He should be helping you. You should be. If it ain't 20 something, thirty-five, forty. <laughs> I don't know, but don't let anyone use you. Don't let anyone use you, because that's a usury. That's mindset. Someone's using another person for, and you know they are they using the love to use you. And I know that uh, is a set. I'm just trying to figure it out. What is it? Again, you're worthy. You're worth more than that. You're worthy. You're worth more than that. Please. Take a look at your life. Uh, Be aware of what you deserve. deserve You deserve more. You deserve more. You deserve more. And, you know, the thing about this is when you stop washing his clothes and stop cooking his meals, you know what I'm saying, being his housekeeper and stop worrying his bed, you're going to see a different man. Oh, yeah. You're going to see a different man that you've been supporting because either he's going to do one thing, he's either going to rebel on you, get angry, or he's going to leave because that's 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 all he's there for. He's not there to help you take care of you. He's there for you to take care of him. So, again, be mindful in that area. Don't allow that. That's something that you continue over and over again because it's not good for your psyche. It's not good for you how you feel about yourself. You see what I'm saying? And, and there could be another man right around the corner that's going to help you and put you in a, a wonderful, you know, state of mind. <laughs> He's gonna help you pay your bills. He's not gonna he's just gonna love you. And I think that's what we struggle at. Do we really know what love is? And you know, being a woman over fifty, have you ever experienced love? You know, it is a challenge to find real love out here. It is. And I'm telling you from experience. It's not easy to find real love. You know, we, we struggle in that from time to time. But, again, we have to love ourselves first. You know, be comfortable in your own skin, and then you can then see things from a different perspective. The question is, what do you deserve? Do you deserve happiness? I say absolutely. I say you deserve happiness. I think you deserve the most of life, you know. I think that you deserve everything that God says you deserve have. That's my thing. And I, I want you to be aware of that. You know what I'm saying? I want you to be aware of your value. Please be aware of that because I just believe that a lot of times we put ourselves in positions with men that we don't need to be there. We don't we don't need to be in that position. And we find ourselves not being comfortable. But then, again, we compromise. Well, he said something I'll do me, but it's all right. No, it's not. It's not all right. It's not all right for him to talk to you in any type of tone, value, or pitch. No, he needs to know that's inappropriate. And don't wait until you're screaming and yelling it because you're fed up with it. You need to tell him as soon as he does it, excuse me, can we have a talk? I think we got a problem. That's how you come to him. Oh no, you did this to me. No, that's a victim role. You're a victim. You're not a victim. You said we got the problem because it's a we thing. That means you and me have to sit down and we need to talk about what we're going to do and how we communicate with each other and also our actions and our behavior. So I just, I just want. You know that you're worthy of that. You're worthy of that. Because, again, being single over 50, okay, that's when the value really comes in. When you start valuing yourself, nothing else matters. Now, we're about to take a break in another minute. But when I come back, I want to talk about, okay, women over 50 and their exes. Ooh. <laughs> Are you still friends with your ex or are you just totally oblivious to him? Uh is he still knocking on your door, ringing your bell? And how are you responding to that? Are you still saying, Oh, well maybe I need to give him another chance? Or are you just like, No, that's enough. I don't want that. I don't want that in my life anymore, you know? So, you know, let's 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 talk about that. Let's uh Let's let's talk about let's talk about that, you know. Let's talk about how you see yourself with your exes, you know. Without Dr. dance, he's himself. No, not with the exes. Okay, so we'll be right back.
4: We'll help you achieve a breakthrough in your health today.
0: Hi, I'm Naima Latif. Listen online at www.blogtalkradio.com slash the-female-solution. Call in and comment, 515-605-9325. Press 1 to speak to our host, Or you can join us live on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash the-female-solution.
2: All right, all right, we're back. My name is Dr. Debbie Green. And this is Soho Solutions. And welcome, you. welcome. We at the top of the hour. Okay, so what we were talking about, our topic today, our topic today is 50 and older women. Hallelujah. Hey. Woo! Okay, oh, I just had a moment. Because <laughs> I'm 50 and older. Don't you know Dr. Dare will be 59 on October the 8th? Hey. Hey. Fifty nine. I'm excited. Okay, fifty and older than single girlfriend girl, but I was glad when that menopause. Woo. I tell y'all that menopause is something else. <laughs> but it's all good. So we want to talk about about women over fifty and their exes. Uh oh. hmm. Okay. All right. Let me not get my personal life involved in this conversation. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. But listen, it is wonderful, right? The thing about this is, if you have an ex, because most people do, that used to be married, okay, I hope that you get along with your ex. I hope he's not a nag like mine used to be. <laughs> oh, he nagged me and still do to this day. I said, God, it's been over 10 years. You ain't time to call him me yet. <laughs> but all I'm saying is the goal is to, I said, hey, we want to be friends. Okay, we want to be friends. So you said, wait a minute, can you be friends with your ex? <laughs> Girl, I know that's right. <laughs> I will, wait a minute. Let's not Monday host. What's she saying? Let me tell y'all what she said, people. <laughs> Queen Zelda Robinson, I'm Monday host. Hi, Dr. Debbie. Never too late to experience dating and love over 50. I got married at 55. Who would have said? You see what I'm saying? Okay, so you inspire me, girlfriend, because I'm still waiting on mine. (laughs) What is he? What is he? Oh, my goodness. What? (laughs) What is he? Yes, girl, trip. Yes, yes. You know. All right. Happy birthday. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Early birthday wishes from Queen Zelda. Dr. Ness sounds like a girl trip. Let's celebrate Jamaica. You, you're right. You're absolutely correct. Well, I'm going to see you soon. So I get to hug your neck for the first time, and I'm going to be excited about that. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. So we want to get along with our exes, okay? If we can now, okay? Because, you know, some of them got a whole lot of drama. Hmm. They're just not happy people. Okay, that's fine. All right, so I can try to get along with you. (laughs) But after a while, if you don't want to get along with me, I'm okay with that too. So in other words, we don't want to have all this stuff that's going on and, you know, communicate with them, right? You know, especially if you are over 50 and going through a divorce and now you're single. Okay. Okay. All right, just getting divorced, freshly divorced. Look here, the love is not wax cold. So let's get that out of the way. If you feel in some kind of way, I need you to pick yourself up, brush yourself off. Okay, go find you a new unit. Hey, touch your hair, girlfriend. Go get your nails done, get you a massage. All right, go buy you some nice red, red bottom heels or whatever you got to do to get out of that funk. Uh-uh. No, we ain't trying to feel that. No, 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 no. no. One thing about divorce, it, uh, it can take a lot out of you, okay? Been there, done, that. It can. It can take a lot out you. But the goal is this, self-care. From the time you decide to leave that man until he's gone. <laughs> self Care is the key. I got to take care of me. And guess what you got to have with self-care? You got to be compassionate with yourself, okay? Self-compassion, that means the ability to not let yourself suffer. Come on now. Okay, you're going to cry, go ahead and cry. But put it on the time limit. Put it on the frequency. How many times a day, oh, I'm going to cry because I feel like everything is over. Oh, well, okay, how long are you going to be a victim? I'm sorry, that's not an option for you. You got to work through this, baby. You got to work through this because you got too much living to do. I don't care how old you are, all right? It doesn't matter if you're 20 to 60 to 75. You got too much living to do. We don't have time to sit in a corner no more just moping all feeling forsaken because this didn't work out after whatever many years. Hey, there's a good chance it was already breaking up and you just didn't see it. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm just keeping it real. Hey, I'm not starting no fires I can't put out. I'm just saying, my goal is to watch out for you, okay? To watch out for you. I want you to feel good in your skin. You didn't need anyone at any point in your life to help you feel good, all right? Because the first love you're going to fall in love with is you. Yes, oh, yes. You're going to fall in love with yourself. You say, what does that mean? I ain't never really loved myself before. I I struggled in that. You know what it means to love yourself? It means that you're going to take time and listen to your heart. You're going to take time and breathe your own air. You know, sometimes we, we always don't want to be alone. You know, I don't like to be by myself. I hear a lot of women say that. So I just I'll, I guess I'll just let him come in because I don't want to be by myself. I don't, You know, I don't really like it. Wait a minute. Why are you doing that? Why? Why can't you be comfortable with you? And, you know, we should meditate. Meditate means let me sit alone with myself and just listen to myself breathe. Huh? Listen to my heart. You know how many people don't do that just to sit by themselves? They get so involved in life. Okay, queen, uh-uh. No, 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 no. Get on your throne. Yes, that's what I said. Get on your throne and sit there and breathe. Just breathe. Be careful. Be, Be careful that you ain't shallow breathing. I want you to deep breathe. Be focused. Get comfortable with your being. Because life has a way of putting us in some hard knock areas. Because most of the time, you see what I'm saying? It ain't our stuff that we carry. We we carry it for somebody else. And we are looking for love in all the wrong places. Hey, we looking for the children to love us. We looking for the dog, the cat. Somebody give me some love. Oh my God. I ain't had none in a long time. Well, hey, I want you to look yourself in the mirror. Hmm? Look yourself in the mirror. Look yourself in the mirror and say, hey, self, call yourself by name. huh?" Say, you know what? I got you. You know, you going to be all right. I know you had all of these issues in life. You might have had some childhood trauma, drama, whatever it is, but I got you. I got you. You know, when you can say to yourself, I got you, and you can be totally responsible for yourself, all that long-suffering feeling, sorry for yourself because of this and that, that stuff goes out And so Now you say, okay, what am I going to do about it? Hmm? What am I going to do about it? Okay, when the man comes, he comes, but when he goes, he goes. What I'm gonna do about me? All right? Because I can't hold on to some somebody and they dragging me. Okay, because I'm trying to hold on to them and they leaving. Okay? I'm talking to those women that are with a significant other that's not making you happy, that's using you, that you really need to stop compromising with. Okay? That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the ones who are going through divorce, and he's trying to convince you that you don't need to divorce him, but you know he is treating you like sugar, honey, ice tea. This is eight Okay? That's who I'm talking about. Let's, let's let's get our momentum, huh? Put your big girl panties on. Come on now. We ain't got time for that. There's too many people out here dying from domestic and violence. Can't you see? All right? Too many. Too many out here that's dying. Women are being slaughtered. Oh, gosh. I didn't want to go on that topic. But before I get off this show, I got to say it. If you are in a domestic dispute, if you are in anything verbal, mental, emotional, physical, financial, Environmental, I'm gonna need you to wake up quickly. Wake up from the bad dream, okay? And get into reality. Reality says that you have been there too long. Reality says that you are worthy to have a a a, a mindset of peace. And you gotta be there with somebody digging and arguing at you and going back and forth. No. No, why well, I got to wake up to all that drama in my house, the way I lay my head, and I got to worry about you touching me in some kind of abusive way? Matter of fact, you ain't even going to talk bad to me at all. You're not going to talk negative at me. Before, I'm not, I'm not going to let you get away with anything, okay? I'm not going to let you get over anything when it comes to me. Self protection is extremely important self- rescue is way important than that a lot of times we don't self rescue now remember what I was saying about self- compassion right self- compassion means that you don't allow yourself to suffer that's your wrong that's your raw wrong I call it a raw long wrong long that you pick in your life and you tell yourself i will not allow anything to make me feel that I'm not worthy of my life as being in peace. As being in peace, right? And I'm not saying you ain't got to get ugly. You ain't got to you got to go back and forth because all that chitter-chatter and arguing, ain't that's not going to solve nothing. No, you got to lay some ground rules. Okay? You may give them one chance. You may give them two. But on that third try, that's it. Game over. All right? Game over. You know, so many women in this world are being abused at this very moment. You know, in society, we are looked at as absent most of the time. In different cultures, absent. You know? Different nationalities, absent. What does mean? not there? You don't have a voice, you know? Okay, so what? I'm just supposed to just do whatever you want me to do when you want me to do it, and I'm supposed to be good with that. Mm. Even though my love, I want to love you. I want to love you, but I can't love you when you're beating. I can't love you when you're violating. I can't love you. And the question is, why do women stay in relationships that are violating them? You say, well, Dr. Dad, that's a good question. You know why? It's familiar. It's addiction. It's an emotional addiction to violence. (laughs) You say, well, that doesn't make any sense. Well, I tell you what, a habit is a habit any way you look at it. And the habit then becomes an addiction very quickly, in less than 21 days. You can try it yourself. Start doing something every day for 20 days and see if you don't be doing it even when you, because your brain is trained. The brain will get trained to accept pain. That was a rhyme, huh? Yes, it was. But it's real. It's real. It will. It will get trained to accept pain automatically. It's familiar. Oh, it's comfortable. Oh, I know him. Oh, he didn't mean to do it. He didn't mean to violate me. He didn't mean to say those things. He didn't mean to slap me. Really? Now, how many times he said, oh, he hits you, then he's going to bring you roses. He hits you, then he's going to buy you, you know what I'm saying, a diamond ring. Oh, he's going to take you out to eat. He's going to take you on a trip. Okay, oh, that makes it better. Oh, sure. Uh, Just go ahead and violate me and then tell me you love me. And then if everything is all right, and then the next couple of weeks or months, if I'm lucky, you may not do it again. Or you may do it tomorrow. Okay, so now I'm just comfortable accepting all of this hurt and pain. Okay. Okay why they do it. You know, when I speak to a person, you know, because we, we we do this where I, I, you know, reside with my career and where I work, domestic violence is real, okay? It's, it's extremely, what's the word can I use right now? Statistically, I would say up 50% since 2020. Up 50%. 50% as far as divorces, As far as I'm concerned, I believe that it is the highest level of because social media and everything clearly lets you know that women are being found everywhere, brutally hurting, dying to every type of death you can imagine. How can we fix this? How can this get repaired? How can how can we heal? You know, we as women, because this is a woman's show, is it not? The Female Solution. So what is the solution? What is the solution? How if every woman took a stand and said, no more, no more pain? How if every woman took a stand and said, no more pain? You're not going to hurt me anymore with your words or your actions. What what happened? Hmm. And they did the proper protocols because you have some women in domestic violence right now. They've already called the law. And if you're looking for the law to protect you, oh, that's not going to happen. No, you got to protect yourself. Our Monday's Hope has another comment for us. Zelda Robinson giving you presence so in the pain. Absolutely. Absolutely. Self preservation more valuable than partnership. Yes, ma'am. This will end a lot of domestic violence if we just stood up and said, No, not this time. I think women should take it to a whole other level in their lives, you know, single black women, young black women. I don't care if from ages 12 years old to 100, we have to value ourselves. And it's not just our outsides because we can do a whole lot with this outside, but we got to value what's inside of us, you know, our spirit, our soul, our mind. You know, have to be taken care of. Non-caring state that oh, I don't know my identity. I don't know my worth. State to I do know who I am. I am looking for her. I am searching for her. I am creating. I am creating her over and over and over and over again until I feel comfortable in her. You see what I'm saying? You have a lot of women uh, conferences. Uh, especially online, that's going on right now. And these are empowerment, you know, women empowerment movements, and those are wonderful, you know. But the thing about this is if a woman doesn't feel empowered, don't you know she wouldn't even tap into none of that? So she would have to explain. A lot of women don't want to explain. They don't want to explain. They don't want anyone to know how bad they're hurting. You know, and I say to that woman today, open your mouth. Be your own advocate. Don't allow anything or anyone at any time to make you feel silent or absent. Know your presence. Feel comfortable in your own shoes. Because when you feel comfortable in your own shoes, everything around you changes. Everything around you changes. Nothing is ever the same. Even with your children, with your exes, you know, your significant others, your husband or wherever workplace, everything changes when you love you. So, you know, the show was about finding love, never too late to love, you know. But it was also just to give a shout-out to those beautiful women out there that have been striving, that are actually loving themselves, and even the ones who may not love themselves. I'm encouraging you today to find you again. Find you in every area. Find you mentally. Find you emotionally. Find you. And when you find her, that little girl that's been waiting to blossom, give her what she needs. Even if you didn't get it when you were a child, give her what she needs. Because she needs love, okay? She needs love. She needs you, the adult you, to take her by the hand and say, it's going to be all right. I got you. I'm going to love you. Even though I didn't get it. Mm -mm. I didn't get it the way I was supposed to get it from mommy or daddy or whoever the case was. And so I found myself in a relationship that wasn't as healthy as I wanted to be because I was looking for that love. Don't you know that's the love that we look for? It's the one we didn't get as children, as little girls. And we look for that sometime to the end of time. It's like it's a never-ending story, right? It's a never-ending story. But as long as you don't lose hope, Okay? I'm going to need you to never lose hope in yourself. Don't lose hope. And girlfriend, if you're dating, you date somebody that's worthy of you. Okay? Date someone that's worthy of you. That's what I say. You deserve that. You deserve someone that's worthy of you. And if you don't know your work, what kind of man do you want? Okay, you no, know, you know, the knights the nice and shiny armor are overrated. <laughs> They're overrated. Now, you've to somebody who knows how to love, okay? And do you know your love language? Do you know your love language? And you say, Dr. Dad, what's that? Well, there's a book. That's called It's called The Five Love Languages. I suggest you get it so you can identify what your love language is. You know, my love language is acts of service and quality time. So the significant other in my life has to know that's what I that's what moves me. You know. I'm not I'm not big on all oh, the I love you, baby But if you ain't got no service, I need some
1: action with that. It's not,
2: I, I, I need some action with that. You can tell me all day long how much you love me, but do you show me action? Is there behavior with it? Or are you just talking to me? So, you know, just be mindful of that. Be be careful, again, of what you take in and also what you push out, okay? All right? So, again, you... You know, I've been talking about several types of women, okay, just to give you a little overflow, a little overview. Women dealing with their exes, women dealing with married men, women in uh, relationships that are unhealthy. Okay, here's the last one. Women with other women. Ooh, okay. Hey. Hey. If you like it, I love it. Is it working for you? You see what I'm saying? Is it fulfilling for you? That's all I'm saying. Now, statistically, statistically, I did a little research, uh, heterosexual relationships, you know, with men versus the relationships with women. And I'm looking at it from the perspective of which um, of these relationships are more conducive, more productive, if I should say. And look at the FAIL status, FAIL, F-A-I-L status, all right? So what I found was there is some variation, okay? The variations with the women and women, women and women tend to be more emotional with each other in those types of lesbian relationships, and that can lead sometimes to self-destruction. Okay, all right. Now, there is like a 25 percentile there, all right? Then I went to, and when I say self-destruction, I'm talking about suicide ideations, okay? are women killing other women because of their relationships, those type of things, all right? Okay, killing or death, things of that nature. Then I went to the heterosexual relationships, and I looked at the same thing. Now, with the heterosexual relationships, what I found was when the woman is involved with the man with the children, it's a difference there. The difference is that the women that have pressure from the relationship okay, are actually taking it out on the children, one, that's one factor. Men, they have pressure from the relationship and whatever other pressure, stressors that they are experiencing that have not been healed, even from childhood trauma, okay, are also, you know, using violence to hurt the woman and the children. So, the percentile on the heterosexual is 35%. I found a percentile on um, lesbian, gay relationships as a 25 percentile. So that's the difference. That's that's just what I found. Now, that's not etched in stone, people, okay? So Deb, you can't say Dr. Dell said so-and-so. That's just my research that I found just recently. The percentiles are too high either way. Either way, either way, they're too hot. They started to excel, as I said, as early as 2020 when we went through the pandemic. Then that's when everything started to, oh my goodness, fall apart. Whatever was happening in the relationships just continued to really take a exhale high, and there you go. You know, if it was the best domestic, domestic violence is anywhere. It doesn't matter what kind of relationship it is. It could be relationship heterosexual, gay, lesbian lifestyle. It does not matter. Still domestic violence. It's still hurtful, it's still painful. So we definitely want to be proactive in that area. And what does that mean to be proactive? If you again are not in a healthy relationship and if you've been there and if it's just starting please do something about it. Don't just think, oh, it's not me. Oh, it's not going to get, it's, it's, it's just something that's happening. No, it's not. It's something that you need to repair inside of you. So which means that you may have to stop, you know, interrupt, to leave, whatever word you want to call it, the relationship, because, again, if it's violence. It's not going to get any better. It's not. And, and it's not worth it, it. It's just, it's not safe. It's not safe. There's enough people out here dying from this. Okay. All right, so when we come back, because we got to take another break, I'm going to be talking about some tips that you kids, uh, some strategies uh, for relationships, how to have, how to have healthy relationships, in any relationship. So we'll be right back. Jody Susan of Susan Essentials
4: is certified by the number one functional medicine doctor on plant-based healing essential oils, which are revolutionizing the way we manage our well-being. Schedule today to take control of your health.
3: about finances, family, health, jobs, relationships? Are you in pain? Do you feel stuck? If you answered yes to any of these questions, help is available. Don't worry, you're not alone. It's part of the human process. You only feel this way because you haven't mastered the voices in your head. No hype, just down to earth, solid, workable tools and techniques that you can practice daily. It's really food for the soul, whether you want to learn how not to worry about anything, reverse type 2 diabetes, publish a book, promote your product or service, or just make extra money. To take advantage of the deal of the day, go to zeldaspeaks.com or call 312-409-6619. Mention promo code, the Female solution and get free shipping. That's zeldaspeaks.com or 312-409-6619. Stop worrying today. Visit zeldaspeaks.com.
2: All right. All right. So we are welcome back. We're at the top of the hour. My name is Dr. Debbie Green, and this is Soulful Solution. And for those who are just joining us, we're talking about women over 50 in relationships and also finding themselves. In this thing called life, huh? Okay, before I break up, um, I told you I would give you some strategic uh, methods and also some prevention tips when it comes to healthy relationships, okay? Healthy relationships, we have uh, three stages, all right? You've got your meet and greet stage and you got your honeymoon stage, okay? Um, and then you have that stage that is called the ongoing stage of building They call it the building of the relationship. The meet and greet stage, you usually meet mm, what they call the imposter. (laughs) You meet the imposter, which means a lot of times you don't often see the real person. You get the representative. Let me say a better word than imposter. I don't want to say that. You get the representative first, okay? You get the representative. So um, within the first, mm, maybe, five to 30 minutes of the conversation, whether it's on the phone or in person, you know, really truly, should be on the phone first, okay? You should talk. I think a person should talk at least a couple of weeks before meeting each other. I mean, that's just my opinion. But um, because you want to get to know who you're talking to, right? And, you know, when I say get to know them, you know their background. You know, you don't want to dig too hard because a lot of times, Men, I'm just talking about men, okay? Uh, usually are open books most of the time, right? So they get on there and they start talking about, you know, who they were involved with, possibly the last relationship they might have had, or something of that nature. But you want to keep them on topic, all right? Because a lot of times that's what men will do. They start talking about past relationships. On what they've already been involved in, especially on the phone. In person, it's not so much, but on the phone, that's what they'll do when you're just meeting. All right, so you want to say, hey, you know, let let me know a little bit about yourself. What do you do? You know, what I'm saying? you know, where do you work? You know, um, you know, what inspires you? Do you have any future plans? Have you been married before? How many children do you have? You know, those basic questions usually come to mind. Now, if he seems like he really doesn't want to avail himself too much, like you may say, why are you asking all those questions? That's a red flag, (laughs) y'all. That's a red flag. He should want you to get to know him. It's a red flag. It's a red flag. He should want you to get to know him. All right. So just watch out for that, okay? Watch out for that. Be mindful of it. it it's also a red flag if he love bombs you. He said, what is love bombing? Love bombing is when he's bringing you all kinds of gifts We don't even know you. Or he's taking people all oh, we get that. We think that's a wonderful thing. Oh, this man took me out. He spent this amount of money on me, and I just met him. Okay, if he love bombs you. Uh, Be careful with that, too. That is because he's trying to hide something, okay? So he want to make a big impression on you immediately. Big impression on you immediately. Okay, all right, so you like, all right, Uh, so we're going where? We're about to do what? You're about to do this? You're about to do that? How do want to take you on a trip immediately? Okay, now, if you meet a millionaire, that's a whole other situation because they think differently, okay? Millionaires think totally different than average people because that's what they do. They lavish other people with gifts. Well, this is a common joke. Mm. All right, uh, no, I think we need to get to know each other before going out of town. All right, so you don't want to do that. You don't. You don't want to. You don't want to jump too quickly into that. Um, if he stop talking about other women and putting them down, red flag. Red flag. All right. No. Now you don't. You don't want no nah, thing most women think that's a good thing, but it's not. It's not a good thing when a man is putting another woman down in some type of way, with their their words. Oh, she wasn't this, and she wasn't that, and I didn't get along with her because she didn't do this, and she did this to me. No, I'm not your open book. No, I'm not your tape recorder or your therapist, okay? No, but I'm glad you're telling me because I see that if we didn't get along, you may talk about me too (laughs) to somebody else. Red flag. Red flag, red flag. So just be mindful of that, okay? Men that introduce you to when you first meet them, they want you to come to your house. They want to come to your house or they want you to come to theirs immediately. Red flag, red flag, Mm -mm. no, we can't do that because I don't know you like that. (laughs) I don't want you in my house like that. I don't know you. I don't know you like that, okay? So just be mindful of those areas too, right? And you say, well, God, Dr. Davis shows a lot of red flags. Well, let me tell you something. Women who are lonely and looking for love, they don't notice stuff like this. They don't notice. They do not. And they get into relationships and they get into uh, love relationships intimate, sexual relationship with the wrong people, all right, the wrong people, the wrong men. And then those men, are uh, what they, 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 they're like, okay, I got one, I got one, I got one. And before you realize it, you're in a situation that you're trying to get out of. Now he's he haunting you down. He's ringing your bell and he's talking to you any kind of way. You know what I'm saying? Uh oh. Well, you didn't pay attention to some red flags, did you? Okay, let me give you a couple more red flags. Men that talk about their mothers. All right? If a man doesn't have a good relationship with his mother, there's a good chance that he's not gonna have a good relationship with you. What am I saying? Let's just say he grew up in a in a family and his mother mistreated him or abused him in any way, that means he still has mommy issues, okay? He's still got mommy issues, right? So guess what's going to happen? He's going to treat you some type of way. Yes, he is. It may not happen now, but I guarantee you, if he said, man, my mother wasn't this and she wasn't that, and, you know, we don't get along, We don't do that and we don't do this. Okay? Red flag, red flag, red flag. If he treated sisters any kind of way. Oh that so and so, she ain't worth this. She ain't worth that. She doesn't do this. Red flag, red flag. And you say, Well what I think that a man has to get along with his family and females and not get I mean, does that mean he won't get along with me? No, that means he got women issues from childhood. Now, there's a good chance he might have gotten some help if he got some therapy. He may not have a, a you know, a complex. And I hope he does not. There's a good chance he did not get it. Okay? So just be mindful of that. You're going in that relationship. You ask him, say, so do you get along with your sisters? Do you get along with your mom? That is a question you need to ask very early, especially if they're still living because, you know, some over 50, we may be dealing with our own, you know, age demographics and some of the families may not be living, right? Okay, but you still want to know. You still want to know, did you get along with your mother? Did you get along with your sisters? You know, you still want to know. Okay, this last one member that has multiple marriages, multiple marriages. I'm talking about multiple, three or more marriages. Red flag, red flag, red flag. <laughs> and right, okay, listen, I understand. Maybe you just didn't find the right people, okay? Maybe you just couldn't come up with the right woman, and you may be that one that you've been looking for all time long. You know what you need to do? excuse me, sir, why do you think your, your marriage has failed? Now, if he's honest with you, he will tell you both sides of the coin. But if, you, if he keeps saying, oh, they wasn't this and they wasn't that, they didn't do this, ain't none of them did right, ain't nobody made you happy, you didn't get along with nobody, so you divorce them, you got a relationship, you divorce them, you got a relationship, you divorce them. Wait a minute, that looks like a pattern to me. Hmm. Inquiring minds want to know. I'm not going to be the third or fourth or fifth. No, no. I think I might just exit. (laughs) Oh, we can be friends. Because I can't be your significant other because you got, hmm, you got a track record, right? You got a track record. You got married three or four times and you're looking to marry again? okay, men like that don't like to be lonely. They, they're used to having a woman in their life. You can find one that ain't paying attention to the red flag. Oh, trust and believe, they're going to get her, okay? They will get her every single time, every single time. Then you find yourself, oh, man, I should have remembered, you know, He was married three times, and now it seems like after two years, he's starting to act funny. I would ask him that question at the beginning. How long those marriages last? (laughs) That's what I want to know. Oh, this will last two years. This will last five years. This will last nine years. Okay. So you mean to tell me none of them worked for a long period of time? How many children did you have in those marriages? What kind of communication style did you have in that marriage? Was the woman, the woman that you were involved with, was she passive-aggressive, aggressive? aggressive? And how did you treat her? You know, and be honest. Oh, I would ask a whole lot of questions. Now, hopefully he's honest, because there's a good chance he may not tell you the whole story, okay? All right? Because men don't want you to think that they're not, you know, marriage material, a boyfriend, a man, or whatever material, <clears throat> they don't want you to think that. You know, they they want you to know, hey, hey, look at me. Uh, I'm a part of your, <laughs> I want to be a part of your life, even though I had umpteen fair relationships. Ever since I was 15, I had never had a good relationship. You need to ask that question. When was your first relationship? How old were you? You know, and how did you treat her? You need to ask those questions. Because there's a good chance that that's how he's gonna treat you. Okay. I'm just saying. Look, we got another comment from our Monday's host. Okay, Zelda Robinson says, right on target, men cannot stand being alone. Notice that forty years ago, with all my brothers and cousins, not much has changed. Issues in our tissues. <laughs> Yes, ma'am. Issues in our tissues. You're absolutely correct. That's how they are. And Vienna Robinson says, uh, we need to start with preteen girls. The new doula client is 17 and pregnant by an 18-year-old who doesn't want the baby. She does. Let's start early with this counseling. Well, I tell you what. That should have been a question she asked them before she got involved with him. You know, the thing about it is we can never, ever teach our youth, our young females, enough about dating, enough about marriage, enough about relationships. I think they need to learn it as early as 12 years old. Yes, that's exactly what I said, because they're going into puberty. And those hormones are moving. They're changing. The body is changing. So they need to know. Yes, they do. I think they need to know. They need to know what a healthy relationship looks like, not the one they may see in their mothers and fathers, because that may not be altogether healthy. You know, a healthy relationship, again, is the ability for two components, two people to respect each other at all times and to live a life of integrity and dignity between both individuals. That's the first rule. If I lose integrity, if I lose dignity in a relationship, I lost everything. I can't trust you no more. There's no loyalty. You can't trust me no more. There's no loyalty. And all the decisions that we're making, you know, they're not valid. They're not going to be because I've lost all respect for you. Okay. All right, so I gave you some strategies. I gave you some things to look for, which is some of those red flags. Uh, I want to give you some preventive tips because we only got maybe 10 more minutes left in the show. Preventive tips is this. When you are in a relationship at the first, the first stage, which means meet and greet, that person needs to see your confidence. You should have a presence, and your body language is everything. You have some people walk with their head held down, looking at the ground. No, I'm going to need you to raise your head. When you're around that person, you need to raise your hand. Hello, how are you doing today? How are you doing? Hmm? Did you have a good day? I did, you know. Nice meeting you. They, you need to look them eye to eye. You don't need to be looking this way and talking it up. And this is what people do. Now, if you, if you meet a man and he's looking this way like this and he's talking to you and this is what he's doing, I'm so sorry. That's a red flag. That's a red flag. You can't look me in my face and talk to me. That means you ain't going to tell me the truth. That means you're you lacking something in yourself. So your presence should be that way. And if he's doing that, excuse me. Uh, it seems like you might be distracted. Are you okay? You have to say, hey, look at me when I'm talking to you. <laughs> you don't have to say it like that. Just say, it seems like you might be distracted. Are you okay? Oh, what do you mean? Oh, I just, because I'm usually an eye contact person. So I just want to know, is that comfortable for you, for us to look, you know, for me to have your undivided attention? Now, if he's offended by that, you didn't need him in the first place, okay? If he got a thing about you just having one-on-one eye contact with him, that means he's trying to hide something. Red flag, red flag, red flag. So your posture is going to allow you to have your presence, and then it's also going to make a big difference to him as well. Because if you make him uncomfortable with your posture, I'm going to think that may be your last. Date with this guy, okay? Because that means he ain't comfortable with your type of woman. He rather a woman that he can just manipulate, perhaps. Okay. So, again, men men want other women. They want women. They just want certain types of women. Okay. So you also should want a certain type of man. You shouldn't have to, uh, you know, compromise. You know. You shouldn't have to compromise. You don't have to compromise. Stop doing that. Love yourself enough to feel comfortable in yourself, right? So when you meet a man, okay, for the first time, feel comfortable in your dress or whatever. When I say in your dress, is whatever you have on. You know, you don't want to put something on to try to impress him. He's you, boo, okay? You want to wear a pair of jeans or whatever the case is. You weren't looking to impress because if we tell you something, when you start off trying to impress people, that means you've got to keep that thing up for a long time. No, this is who I am. Okay? All right? Uh, I, if I'm not what you're looking for, it's all right. It's cool. I, it's fine. I'm not going to be offended, because you may not be what I'm looking for. Okay, these are the meet and greet stages, right? On that second... Um, what do they call it? the honeymoon stage. Okay, let's say you move past the meet and greet stage. Okay, you, you, you're good with that, right? So now we're on the honeymoon stage, all right? Honeymoon stage is now we're seeing each other. Okay, all right. So we are setting up dates. We're going places. And please, please, don't let him make you a homebody. Oh, come on over to the house. You know, I'll cook dinner. We can watch the game. No. No. No, how about, how about we go to the park? How about we go to an art exhibit? How about we take in a, a jazz show? How about, I don't care, go to the aquarium. No, you need to be going places, doing things. Okay, you may go to this house every once in a while. You to have it in the honeymoon stages. So There's a chance that he just, wants to not spend money. It could be that. Or he just wants to just keep you all to himself. It could be that. There's many factors, you know, that he could do. Or he just want to bed you most of the time. That's his relationship is to have a sexual relationship. Oh, no better places to come to the house, okay? We call it booty call. We call it booty call. (laughs) <laughs> all right, well, so if you're going to do a booty call, you do it because you want to, not because he wants you to do it. Let's just get that out of the way. And you let him know, hey, this is not something we're going to be doing all the time, okay? I'm not just coming over here just to sleep with you. And this is all we do? Huh? Every time, look, we don't go out to dinner no more. You you cooking fried chicken, corn, and mashed potatoes? No, no. No, I want to do something else. I want to go places. I want to do something else. I want us to have an itinerary of what we're doing, okay? <laughs> no booty call until marriage. I know that's right. <laughs> that's what I uh, – look at this. That's right. That's no booty call until marriage. Okay? Yes, avoid the booty call until marriage. Yes. Well, honey, these days at times, hmm they don't always want to do that, but you're right. One needs to make a commitment, right? I totally agree with you. I totally agree. I think that's very important to make a commitment. So, you know, just be mindful of that, right? So we went over some strategies, and please know that if that person is not, if we don't have any chemistry, which is the last thing, The last five minutes of this show is what I'm going to talk about. Uh, Wait a minute. Somebody's raising their hand. So that means somebody wants to say something. Let's see. How can I do this? The mic is open. Hello? Hello? Yes,
1: 7947.
2: Go right ahead.
1: Yeah, um, this is Rashida Ali, and I I am working on a project um, to cheat the homeless and to house the literary revenue for that. And the reason why is I did some research, and I found out that among people of color, Africans and uh, Asians, Homicide is up, I mean, for Africa, it's 11,000. For um, America, it's 6,000. And Asia, is 20,000. So I'm wondering, why is it, I mean, that's among women and children. So in America, we find a lot of, of, of uh, homicides on the child that... Also, we have a lot of people of color that's homeless. In Chicago, uh, we're servicing uh, most of the Asian addict homeless people uh, in hotels and stuff. So I think that we should uh, band together and try to do something about this condition because, in my uh, my opinion, it's a condition of a slave being, you know, merely passive you know, classic one. In our community, as we do observation, it's more homicide, just like it is Africa, Uh, 11,000. Asia, 20,000. People of color. And so here in America, I think that, and I believe and I feel that it's right that we should do something about getting some therapeutic treatment for those homeless people. People say, you know, over here, you say you're traumatized, they're crazy, but they have a problem because they don't even understand trauma, and it's around us in our community every day. So we need to okay. take some approach to treat our, our people who are homeless and create housing for them so that they can have a sustainable community, in my opinion. Um that's why there's so many of some, um, homicides, I believe, in our community. And then another okay, thing. Okay.
2: We only got ninety yeah. more seconds, on uh, Miss Rosia. Um I'm, 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 I'm so I'm about sorry. Yes, ma'am, we only got ninety more seconds, so I'm just gonna to respond to what you're saying. You are absolutely okay. you're absolutely correct. I do understand that, you know, our society is not prepared. To uh, give us what we need in this hour. However, um, the goal is that we do our we do our part, and whatever our part is, our part is when we can just save one person. If you can save one, you've done your job. It's when yes, you, it's when you can save none. So if you concentrate on just one person. That's all you got to do, darling, okay? God bless you. Thank you well, so much. No Thank you so much. No problem,
1: we're about to do so all the time. We're, we're about to be, be
2: ending now. We only got 45 okay. seconds. left. Okay. Okay. We're Thank you. done. Thank you so You're much, like Rashida. Call next time, okay? God bless.
1: I will Thank you, everyone.
2: God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Have a wonderful life.
0: Come to the end of our show today, but you can hear every show in the archives at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the-female-solution. You can also hear today's show on the Female Solution Facebook page. Go to www.facebook.com slash thefemalesolution. Leave your comments about today's show. And to our global family listening from all around the world, we say thank you. To our family in China, Shashi; India, Zanya;ba Japan, Alingatol; Korea, Kamsanida;
2: Russia,
1: Germany, Danke; Poland,
0: Johnkujem; France, Merci. Spain, Gracias, Italy, Grazie, Egypt, Shukran, Ghana, Medassi, Nigeria, Eshe, South Africa, Ngiabonga, Senegal, Geret, Kenya, Asante, Israel, Toda, Pakistan, Shukria, Afghanistan, Tashakor, Saudi Arabia, Shukran. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Thank you, and may peace be upon you and the mercy of God and God's blessings.